0: It's time to fire up the three-cylinder star drive, the show that sputters along, touring a galaxy of pop culture and fanboy fiction.
1: And now, here are your hosts, Richard Kutz and Roger Colby. Hey, welcome back to three-cylinder star drive. I'm Roger Colby. I'm Richard Kitts. Hey, so today's show is going to be all about Endgame. You've had a whole week to see it even though what we're going to do is give a spoiler-free review at the beginning, and then we're going to warn you, give you a few minutes to shut off the, the podcast if you haven't seen uh, Avengers Endgame, and then we're going to talk about Avengers Endgame just because we have things to vent about it. Um, so, uh, we usually give a five-star range review, right? Mm-hmm. So um in this case as far as this movie being like the capstone of the whole thing um I know there are other movies coming but this story arc of the infinity stones and Thanos and all that stuff has finally come to an end. Um I'm going to give it 5 out of 5 stars.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. You you're going to give I'm it I'm going to give it yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, what? I don't know who wouldn't give it that.
1: It's pretty great. I'm just saying, it fulfills a lot of things and ties off a lot of things that um, you're expecting to get tied off. And also, uh, I mean, it is three hours long, but it it goes by like you don't even realize you're in there for three hours. Yeah,
0: it it doesn't drag in any areas. It was kind of it needed that three hours and yeah, it, uh, it did. to tell. What it needed to tell, you know, so a lot of movies that are two and a half hours feel like get can drag in parts and feel like they shouldn't have even been that long. But yeah. this one, this was given, they needed that amount of time. Right. Which yeah. so, I, I mean, if, if you haven't seen this, it should go without saying don't drink anything before you go into the movie.
1: <laughs> there is a point in the film, and without spoiling anything, I can tell you a point where you can get up and go to the bathroom and you won't miss much.
0: Well, I don't think you should miss anything. You so. shouldn't
1: miss anything, but there is one point. If you see the movie, um, it's when you see the words uh, Newark. You see Newark, nineteen seventy. It's okay to go to the bathroom at that point. I think. Um, so, I, I don't know. I thought it was pretty. That's that's the only place in the movie where you could do you could go to the bathroom. And you wouldn't, I mean, you have to be quick now. You have to be quick. You can't just, hopefully you're sitting at the back of the theater when you do it. But you have to be quick. But I would say, go ahead and, you know, drain your bladder before you go see this movie and don't drink a bunch of stuff before you go see it. Because uh, it's worth every minute of that three, three hours. Even the part I told you, you could get up and use the bathroom. There's a couple little jokes in there that you'll miss. Um, and one little shot of something, I won't say what it is, but uh, one little shot of somebody that's pretty cool. Um, but overall, uh, wow, I was blown away. I mean, I, I felt like I, I, I cried at the appropriate moments. I actually uh-huh. cried in this movie watching it um, at something that I didn't think that I would. You know, usually you cry over like, what, somebody dies or whatever. Uh-huh. But there's a moment in the movie where I, <clears throat> I shed some tears and it wasn't because of a death or anything. It was just something that was really tender and cool that happened. Um, there's a lot of things that happen in the movie that are just like, wow, you know, that blow your mind. Like, you can't believe, you know, you're seeing it um, on screen. Um, characters that get together that you're like, oh my goodness. Um, but it's it's really good. It's it, really good. It
0: kind of defied my expectation. Me it, too. expectations in that... I kind of expected certain things to happen that didn't happen and then didn't expect things to happen that did happen. Right. Um, and uh, it's just kind of the way they went with some characters um, <laughs> that I wasn't expecting. Um, yeah,
1: there was some unexpected stuff that happened to characters that you're very familiar with. And you're just like, you kind of tilt your head like, oh, well, that's kind of cool and, um, and funny. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some things that happen that are really funny in this movie. Some great humor, um, but also some very heartfelt moments that were just really powerful. Um, but so you know, what no no overall, would you your? I'll just get your thought on it, Rich. I've talked.
0: Oh, time. I I love it. Um, but um, I I think overall it was. Um, you know, nobody balances the uh, balances a, a film like Marvel does. Balances the the. Just the drama and the humor so well. Things like really stupid humor that shouldn't blend so well with these amazing dramatic pieces, and uh, right. nobody does that like Marvel. DC, mm-hmm. Warner Brothers has tried the DC movies. Yeah, they've some. They've. I mean, I would say aside from 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 uh, Shazam, they've yeah. they pretty much failed. Swinging a miss. Swingin' a miss. I know you, people <laughs> think that. There's people that think Aquaman was clever, but it was not. No, um, but uh, not at all. but yeah, nobody does that like them. And this was really the perfect arc uh, into an arc for certain characters. They definitely, they said they were going to, to end it. You know, this would be the end of an era. And they delivered. They took parts of the MCU mm-hmm. and they stuck a fork in it.
1: They did. They did
0: there's just you can't really this is not just something you can just take back
1: there are huge changes to the MCU in this film and um be ready for them when they happen you're gonna be like oh oh my goodness you know you're, you're, it's it gonna be blown away anyway so that's our that's our review of the movie. We loved it. Go see it. I mean, everybody's going to see this movie. I mean, good grief, uh it's already destroyed Avatar's record. Not yet. Not, um, yet. Not it
0: yet. beat it it beat out Titanic for for second most thing most uh uh grossing of all time. But it's mo- it it it's uh it's moving in on on Avatar now even though even though the Washington Post doesn't like that for some reason, they're all ruffled up about it. It's saying in some article today, it's like, oh, saying come on, get over yeah, it. it's like some article today saying that that Avengers Endgame will never be will never beat Avatar, and it'll never <laughs> be as good as like who's writing this article? I do
1: want to talk about this before we move on to the spoilery discussion. Okay, um, I don't think I've ever seen any kind of a story arc like this in film history because we've got all these films that basically are linked together and you can watch all of them in sequence and see one gigantic story arc of the infinity stones, infinity gauntlet, Thanos and his whole plan for the universe. Um, I don't think I've ever seen it. And, and, and it's a huge undertaking because you have to, you know, like good grief, poor, uh, Poor Chris Evans, you know, mm-hmm. his, his, his diet of plain chicken breast. Yeah, he has um, to
0: eat endless boiled chicken. <laughs> Ooh, my gosh.
1: Uh, all the stuff they had to do to pull this off is it's unbelievable. I mean, how they had to go through, you know, I mean, trying to get um, the rights to certain characters to make this happen, to do, you know, get Spider Man and, and to have all this stuff happen, you know, in sequence has got to be probably the biggest film nightmare in yeah, history.
0: Yeah it's it was uh I mean it started out an ambitious and ambitious idea and mm-hmm. you had you just had no idea how this was gonna pay off if this was if they were going to be able to pull this off. Yeah. But they but it turned out they did and I think it's all due to one man, Kevin Feige, overseeing yes. everything, yes. keeping everything in line. Um they kinda Lived some of the timeline up with spider-man homecoming but that wasn't really there his fault um he kind of had to walk that back himself because he wasn't aware they were doing it but anyways um yeah I, I mean of course it's all these other filmmakers that have come in and made these films and look kind of shepherded these films uh you know joss whedon did it be, uh did it between for phase two and phase three the russo brothers kind of Kept watch over everything, but Kevin Feige's the guy on top and making sure everything links back together. Everything mm. is gelling, and he has just been—I—I uh, I suppose you could just say he's the linchpin in yeah. this thing. He—he he is a mastermind. He is a mastermind that he pulled this off over twenty-two films over You've eleven got to think years. About it too,
1: twenty-two films that are over eleven years, eleven years, and all of them are really good movies. Mm-hmm. There no, there's hardly. I mean, I would say there's not really a stinker in the bun. No,
0: not there's some that are not as good as the others, but they're not bad movies. They're not they're, bad movies. They're, they're fun not, they're to great watch, movies. And exciting,
1: and they stick to the the Marvel mythos. They stick to it. Um, it's like you're seeing these characters coming right off the page and being, you know, put right in the film and getting. A, and and not only that, also. Um, Adding new wrinkles to um, these characters too that we didn't see before, and and uh, they're good wrinkles. They're not like mm-hmm. oh they messed yeah, up so to, and so well. And you can't well, the Mandarin, it. but the other Mandarin with, the, that's other than, the only one. The only, only kind of one weird. is Mandarin. Yeah. but
0: I think that's um, yeah that that's just a credit to Kevin Feige and and how his mind works that he could just put all this together and piece it all together and make so it cool. all work. And um, yeah, but like you said, they. It's, all, it's like they're ripped from the page, but they also take it and put their own spin on mm-hmm. these things and add mm-hmm. add new elements to it. So, you know, they, they're adapting these things. They're right. taking elements from the comics and adapting them and kind of mixing them all up. I mean, right. Ant-Man is different, <laughs> you know. You got Michael <laughs> Douglas or Hank Pym is an old man now, and mm-hmm. they kind of went in a different direction. But they know and what they're doing. all those movies,
1: what makes those movies, those Ant-Man movies work mm-hmm. so well is because they're heist films.
0: They are. Um, they're...
1: And they're funny. Um, but really, if you look at all these movies and how successful they've been, it's really unprecedented. I mean, we don't have anything like this in movie history. The only, the only movie that I think that tried to do this was with, you know, Batman Begins, uh, Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises. Was the only... That's the only kind of thing I've ever seen anybody try to do anything like this. But honestly... I got to thinking about it the other day and you know, two thousand eight was when Iron Man came mm-hmm. out, the first one, and gosh, my son was like ten or eleven years old. <laughs> I mean, and now he's nineteen. So, I mean, it's it's crazy how many how many films have come out and, and we've gone to see all of them and we've just been wowed. Um, so okay, with that said, we want to give you some time to turn this off because if you haven't seen Endgame we're about to talk spoilery, spoilery, spoilery. It's about to get real spoilery in here. I
0: can't believe they killed off Daryl.
1: <laughs> Daryl, dang Dixon. it, Daryl! Oh, no, Dixon no, died. no,
0: not Daryl Dixon. Dixon. Yeah, Daryl, Thor's roommate, Daryl. <laughs> Daryl. Don't you remember Thor's? <laughs> oh yeah. You don't Darryl even care Daryl about Daryl. 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 Jeez, Roger. You <laughs> know. When he some... snapped
1: the fingers Daryl died, Daryl turned into turned into ash. Um, Okay, so we've given you plenty of warning, plenty of warning, plenty of warning that we're about to talk spoilery about in game. Okay, so in here we go. In three, two, one. All right. Thor is fat.
0: Thor is fat. <laughs> and the he looks like he looks like Lebowski. <laughs> He's even wearing the He's same He's wearing the outfit. same outfits and everything. He's got the same beard. and It's, it's so weird. Um, and, uh, but good I news.
1: Think, uh, who, who calls him Lebowski? I think it's Tony. It, it's Tony, Sto- Tony. He calls says, him Lebowski. Hey, Lebowski.
0: And yeah. uh, so basically, I mean, when you're starting out with Thor, and, well, it starts out Thor, you know, he goes in and he goes for the head and just chops it straight oh, off. And man, then he goes yeah. into like this slump. And... Apparently all the surviving Asgardians have built this town on a seaside shore <laughs> and some isle, I think in Scotland or something. Any- no, it's,
1: it's in Norway. Oh, Norway, okay. Yeah, it's in a fjord in Norway. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, that makes sense. Um, Asgardians. So yeah, Thor basically
1: lets himself go and uh, <laughs> drinks lots of yeah. beer and Good. plays lots of Fortnite with uh, with Cord.
0: Good news, yeah. That's what I say. Good news, yeah, Korg is alive. to see
1: Korg again. He's alive. Yeah. Everybody's
0: wondering what happened to Korg. Don't they didn't know? They didn't really show if he died or anything. But he's also alive. Also, Mick, Mix alive too. Mix alive. Yeah. And they're playing Fortnite, which is, which is funny, but it's also a marketing thing because right now, like Fortnite is doing another crossover with. With with uh, Infinity War like they did with <laughs> uh, no with Endgame they like they did the right. same thing with Infinity War where yeah. like the player can find the Infinity Gauntlet and become Thanos for a cool. limited
1: um, amount of time and then you know the way some of these characters ended I want to talk about the deaths because or the I'm no longer a hero anymore because it's like not really a death it's like well he's done um, Tony Stark. Picking up the F- Infinity Gauntlet and using it, I completely didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. Um, when I saw when I saw Doctor Strange look at him and then hold his finger up, I was like, "Okay, he's gonna do something drastic." Um, and then he does it, and it's like, "Oh my goodness!" He just wasted all of Thanos' army and Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet, but it also kills him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one was uh, uh, Black Widow. I completely didn't see that coming. Yeah, I um, really jumping off. A
0: I really thought. Um, I really thought. Uh- It was gonna be Hawkeye, and Mm -hmm. you know, it almost kind of went like it was coming that way. And I think people wanted it to be Hawkeye for some reason. I don't know why people hate Hawkeye so much. He just—he's just just, Hawkeye's cool. Hawkeye is a cool character. He's just kind of gotten the short end of the stick. We really get to
1: see his uh, his full costume in Mm -hmm. this too. Like you know, they've been teasing his costume, Mm -hmm. and, and finally we get to see him with the hood up and all that cool stuff. Um, but also the, the biggest one for me was Captain America's ending, which Mm -hmm. just like, I couldn't believe that. I mean, I think it's cool and sweet and, and, you know, nice the way they ended that. But at the same time, I'm like, well, okay, he went back in time and lived his life out with agent Carter, but did he do anything as a hero? Like during that time, like all through history did he interfere i mean the timeline stuff is really yeah this crazy.
0: is it's just i don't think you're meant to they got to make fun of their time their own time travel rules yeah. in that there's not really any i think you're just meant to just go with it in this film or cuz if you think about some of the stuff that's happening too much you're going to go ah.
1: cuz nebula uh, nebula kills herself
0: nebula Nebula kills and her she, past self. She
1: should have just winked out of existence, mm-hmm. according to other time theory. She should have winked out of existence, and then the whole thing would have ended because she's the one that tells the Avengers mm-hmm. where Thanos is. Yeah, it, so I
0: I mean, mean, it's it's iffy. It's a bit iffy. Um, <laughs> what some of the stuff, I think the time travel rule here is just go with it. That's the uh, rule for time travel. Yeah,
1: and anything that's science-y is just yeah, quantum. This is, quantum, we don't have to explain is, it, it's it, quantum. It,
0: it's 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 meant to move the plot along. It's not supposed yeah. to make you think about yeah, it. It's just ta- meant to move the plot along. Right.
1: Time travel is ultimately just the MacGuffin. Mm-hmm. It's the thing that nobody cares about that drives the story along. And you just kind of go with it because it's really cool what happens. I mean, I really liked what happened. I liked, too, that... Um, I mean, I expected Captain Marvel to show up more than she did in the movie.
0: It makes sense that she did not. But it makes sense down. she
1: didn't because if she did, she would have just won the day and it would have been over. Honestly,
0: I think when when go ahead, sorry. <laughs> he
1: he took he had to. I mean, he punches her square in the head and does nothing, and then he has to take an take an infinity stone off and use it to put it in his palm of his hand and make a fist to even do anything to her. I mean this is probably the most powerful character in the Marvel Universe right now. So... Yeah. And um, wow. She yeah, was,
0: I think... Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. It, I keep trying... I keep interrupting you. Go ahead. It's
1: fine. It's fine. Um, but I, I just think that there were... There were characters that appeared and, and reappeared. You know, there were characters that come in at the very end because he, you know, the, the finger snap happens and then everybody gets restored. Um, but... Man, I mean, there was some weird stuff like Hulk being like
0: Professor Professor
1: Hulk, Hulk which I thought was oh yes, it's finally happening, you know, and it, and it was cool and funny. Um,
0: he's like get doing autographs and taking selfies, <laughs> taking with kids. selfies
1: with kids. That was really cool. Um, but I, overall, man, it it was just so. I'm going to have to go see it again just because I'm I'm so overwhelmed. I'm going
0: to go see it again with my dad at some point because he hasn't got to see it yet. But um, I would say this is totally worth seeing in IMAX 3D -hmm. um, if you're able to go see it in that format. I actually only saw it in 3D because it was a better showtime than me, than a closer showtime that Mm -hmm. would work for me, but it was worth it.
1: See, I didn't see it in 3D, but I can imagine it would be pretty amazing in 3D, especially mm -hmm. that ending when... Strange is bringing all those people through. Those yeah, portals. it was
0: all the stuff that happened in space and everything too looked amazing. But getting back to Captain Marvel, they are seriously going to have to do something in her next film to power her down a little, because it, otherwise <laughs> they're going to keep running into this problem where they have to hold her back for something. Here's because, a here's a here's a thought. So no, here's what I think. Okay, go ahead. They're going to introduce the X Men into the MCU, mm-hmm. so. What maybe you're thinking about this as well. No. Okay. Maybe they're gonna have maybe they can have Rogue come in and take her flight and make some of her power. So I, I mean, know. which happens. Um
1: so. I think what we're gonna see um probably in the cat next Captain Marvel movie is Kang the Conqueror.
0: You think so? I yes. would think I I would think they'd be they would start laying because the bricks for
1: There's the, only one other either that or the beyonder. Mm. Because, um, because there is a, uh, there's a there's a rumored titled film Spider-Man Secret Wars and the Secret Wars is um, the Beyonder and mm. so the Beyonder would be and those of you who don't know who the Beyonder is okay Beyonder was a being that lives in another universe okay and he's so powerful that he wiped out his own universe. And he's in this universe just kind of quietly twiddling his thumbs or whatever. And Molecule Man, and I don't know if they are going to introduce Molecule Man, they probably do it another way. But Molecule Man, who has power over matter, um, he like uses his powers to stop Dr. Doom from something that's really cosmic and powerful. He got a hold of some kind of, Cosmic thing, kind of like the Infinity Gauntlet or something like that. And, and he was going to do some awful things. and um, He had to use his powers to stop him. And when he did, he ripped a hole in the fabric of the universe. And it ripped a hole in between our universe and the Beyonders universe. So he was like, oh, what's this over here? So he goes through that. And when he gets to our universe, he has the powers of a god. He can just do anything by thinking about it. And he's kind of a jerk. And so he goes around, he's the person who gives Spider-Man his dark suit, his black suit, uh-huh. that is actually Venom. Uh-huh. But we don't find out it's Venom till later when it starts taking him over and starts, like, controlling him and he hears voices and stuff. And then he gets rid of it. Well, the Beyonder is the one who gave him that suit. The Beyonder is the one who pitted um, the Dark Avengers against the regular Avengers from another universe. Um, and, and there's a rumor that there's a Dark Avengers movie coming, like, really, really late like years from now. Okay. Um, so I think my theory is the way they bring her down is they introduce the beyonder because okay. that's really the only way that you could either that or King the conqueror. Cause King the conqueror is a guy who goes throughout time conquering different time mm. periods, you know? And so she would really have to use all of her power to be able to stop him because he is like, he'll go through time and find, um, and not just time, but also space. He goes and finds these incredible weapons and stuff and, like, you know, stockpiles them. So, you know, it's what I always learned when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. There's always somebody bigger than you. Yeah. You know, so.
0: So getting back to, like, some of the, like I was saying, there's things I expected to happen that didn't and things that happened that didn't. Mm -hmm. Here's what I expected. I I kind of expected Tony to live. I expected Mm -hmm. him Iron Man to live, and I expected Captain America to die. I really thought Captain America yeah, was going to go out like some heroic sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great what they did actually, because this actually completes Tony's arc of going from from this uh, selfish, uh, rich jerk to the selfless hero. Yes, and that's I think that's really what why he needed to die in this. Also
1: was, with uh, Captain America we get to see him come to full fruition as a person who is worthy. Yeah. You know, because, oh yes, because he picked of the, up because of the hammer.
0: That he finally picked up the hammer and we and see Thor's him. like
1: I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um it was so great.
0: Uh, yeah, there's that but you kind of he Captain America kind of got a better ending too cuz he mm-hmm. got he got to go back and he got to have that dance that he promised Peggy. Mm-hmm. You see him with the dance at the very end, and then you kind of see him there at the end. Uh, you know, he's an old man, and you seeing him hand hand uh, uh, Sam the uh, yeah. the shield, the shield. And to become the new Captain America. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's going to be part of the upcoming series on Disney Plus, the Falcon and and uh, Winter Soldier one. Not traditionally. Winter Soldier was the first to take up the mantle for a while. But, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, Falcon, he's, that's a fairly recent thing. He did take it up fairly recently, yeah, the mantle. Yeah. So
1: Also, um, you mentioned that there were kids, and the kids um, become like uh, the Young Avengers or whatever. Well, like the,
0: only, the only one so far that, that officially becomes a Young Avenger is Cassie Lang. She mm-hmm. becomes uh, the character called Stature. Yeah. Um, and she's one of the young Avengers and, um, but I think maybe they were setting it up with maybe Hawkeye's daughter, maybe kind mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. and maybe Harley Keener from, uh, he, he was the kid in Iron Man, maybe yeah. taking Iron up Man the 3. role yeah. of Iron Man.
1: Cause he's at the, he's at the funeral. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the same actor, too. Yeah, it? I
0: didn't yeah. realize who it was. It was like, who the heck is that? And then yeah. I and then I, <laughs> I watched the credits and said, Ty Simpkins. I couldn't remember the character's name from Iron Man 3, right. but I remember the actor's name. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's yeah. who that was. Cool. So, yeah, um, that was
1: pretty cool. Um, some of the moments that I thought that really surprised me uh, dramatically were, um, one was when Thor um, meets his mom meets uh, Frigga. Is that her name? Frigga, yeah. Frigga. He meets, he sees her, and then they talk, and then she's just like, I know what's going on here, because, you know, I was raised by witches or whatever. And it's that, that moment really got to me. I mean, it really emotionally got to me. I thought it was really great. Um, also, um, I wasn't as, when Iron Man died, I was not really, I mean, I was, I was moved a little bit, but yeah. not to tears like I was with the... The whole thing. I was I, think, I was on, trying
0: man. really hard not to cry in front of a group of people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't care. I just, <laughs> um, but I mean, man, there's so much we could talk about with this movie. But honestly, um, go see it again. I mean, it <laughs> I'm gonna have to see it again just because in in the cinema, I'm gonna have to go back and watch it one more time because it's just amazing. I mean, it's such a great movie. Um, hit all the notes where it was supposed to hit. Didn't miss a beat. I mean, just, you know, really awesome. Really awesome. And that final battle is probably the most insane thing I've ever seen, but it wasn't busy, so busy that you couldn't tell what was mm-hmm. going on. That's what I that's, remember when we reviewed Venom mm-hmm. and how frenetic those fight scenes were, and you can't really tell what's going yeah, on at the time. The
0: problem with that, though, is like the CGI and trying to do mm-hmm. do the symbiote effects properly. And yeah, so I think yeah. that was its biggest problem. But this
1: one, I mean, you can see everything. You can watch, you know, all the all the moves, all the different um, tactics that they use in battle. Um, Thanos fighting was just, man, that guy is sick. I mean, just watching him use that huge blade thing he had, you know, and throwing it around. Yeah. Um, Captain America getting his shield destroyed by it, you know, and you're like, what? It's vibranium, you know. <laughs> but uh and then Captain Marvel like trying to spread his fingers apart and he has to actually get a an infinity stone to do anything to her. <laughs> yeah, she just like shows up and, just, <laughs> and just like
0: blasts through the ship. Destroys the shield. Destroys the, ship the, the entire everything. ship.
1: Yeah, it's pretty uh pretty that's pretty crazy. Um so, go see it again. Um, I think it's a pretty good ending to this
0: episode. Yeah, and, and if you haven't seen it, I'll just tell you, there is no, there is no, unlike other films, Marvel films, there is no end credit scene or mid credit no, scene. No, there's not. Because they didn't need one. No. This was meant to be the end of an arc, and mm-hmm. it wasn't really meant to build up. Spider-Man Homecoming, or Far From Home, is coming up, and they've mm-hmm. said that that's technically, Ken Fidey said that's technically the end of face three yeah, yeah and the official phase three right. as far as he's concerned and so they're, they're going to reveal whatever phase four is going to be after spider-man from comes yeah. out but there is if you want to stay for it and just listen to the music because i like to stay and listen to the music um just by ellen Silvestri's score because i love it um but there is a cool sound at the very end and you hear iron man he's clanging he's you know he's he's got the hammer and he's making his Mark One armor in the in the cave. Yeah, you hear yeah. that? I I'm I pretty it. sure that's what it is. That's mm-hmm. what it sounds like to me. What it sounds like to me. And too. I think it's just meant to be. You know, I think this is my my thoughts. I but I think that's meant to symbolize a new beginning. Yes. This yeah. is the and there is a new beginning.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, we appreciate you listening to our episode. Um, if you like what you hear and you want to talk to us uh, you can find us at 3 stardrive at gmail.com uh, you can email us there um, and uh, we also have a Twitter handle we do uh,
0: three uh, three uh, cylinder SD at, at three cylinder SD
1: yeah yeah okay well until next time I'm Roger Colby
0: number coots